Alright, this is, um, we just, we just went through some shit. Oh, we're started? We're started. Give me a sweet intro, brother. We're listening to the Rosary Research Podcast with Steve and Sa-woo-woo-woo-woo-woo-woo-woo-woo-woo-woo-woo-woo-woo-woo-woo-woo-woo-woo-woo-woo-woo-woo-woo-woo-woo-woo-woo-woo-woo-woo-woo-woo-
New York is a state. <laughs> I thought it was a big old city. It was just a big old city. I mean, it was a big dumb dumb. It was a city so nice they named it twice. I guess. Shit. All right. No, we're not talking about New York. We're talking about Connecticut. Okay, right, here. Enough one, of the, <laughs> one of the first British colonies in North America, Connecticut re reveals an American patriotism demonstrated by its nickname, the Constitution State. The, the state song is Yankee Doodle Dandy. Oh, no way. Yeah. I'm a Yankee Doodle Dandy. I'm a Yankee Doodle Boy. Oh, that song. I was thinking of something else. Yeah. Which one? I was thinking of Yankee Doodle Dandy. Yankee Ooh. Dandy. Famous people from Connecticut are Benedict, Benedict Arnold, <laughs> so the, the, the great trader of America. Oh, That's shit. good. Charles Goodyear. Samuel Colt, who invented the revolver. Are these the monsters of that state? Yeah, I guess so. And Benjamin Spock. And Noah Webster, the dictionary guy. These are all guys from Connecticut. Famous people. Yes, 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 of course. Oh, yes. Um, it has a lot of crazy uh, creatures. Oh, what the fuck is that? Let's talk about the black dog of Hanging Hills. This, this stopped the... He, so they, he looks like a lion. This, so this, okay, I'm, let me stop you there. The picture isn't always uh, the see, thing I hate or the that. title. Yeah, I hate, it gets confusing uh, because... That guy doesn't come back until, until much later. So, just north of downtown Meridian in southern Connecticut are the Hanging Hills, which run through Hubbard Park, an uh, 1,800-acre mountainous area on the National Register of Historic Places. Covered in a forest broken by cliffs and rocky outcroppings, this land is romping to place of the Black Dog. Black Dog. The first reported sighting of the black dog by someone other than a local was in the late 1890s when New York geologist W.H.C. Pinchon visited the Hanging Hills and discovered a medium-sized black dog following him. So this okay. is a story just about a black dog? There's black dogs everywhere. <laughs> what the fuck is this story? Uh, the dog remained with Pinchon the whole day, neither barking nor whining, and when the scientist started to leave, the dog, which was he was happy to have along on his day of hiking, vanished into thin air. Ghost dog. Ghost black dog. He wrote about this encounter in the April-June 1898 Connecticut Quarterly. Locals, he later discovered, knew of the black dog, and although its first and second visits, his first and second visits are pleasant, the third sighting of the dog is anything but. On a second trip three years later, Punchin saw the dog again. A companion, however, had been to the area before, and for him, this was the third encounter with a dog. Legend has it that the third time seeing the black dog means a death. Pinchon's companion soon after fell off a cliff to his death. Because of the black dog? If you Did see, he push him? If you meet the black dog once, it shall be for joy. If twice, it shall be for sorrow. And the oh. third time shall be for death. So, the black dog is similar to black spectral hounds and traditions across Europe, most specifically the British Isles. These dynamic Demonic dogs with names like the Black Shook or Vargas often foretell death. Isn't it like uh, the jackal? Is it the jackal like sort of dog? I don't know. Right? Well, well, I'm just going off the story that oh, we're here. Okay. So the story is if you see the black dog while you're hiking the first time, it's, ooh, cool. Look how cool this dog is. And the second time, it's like, ooh, I'm glad. Well, I guess the dog's back. But the third time means that you die. You're going to fucking die. So that's oh, like, that's, that doesn't make why. I don't. It's just a, they don't really explain it. That's not a, That's not a Connecticut. I guess it's just like the the whack ass monster. Okay, that's just a black dog. 
Whatever. <clears throat> this next monster is called the Melon Heads. Oh. They have heads shaped like melons, I guess. Big old headed creatures. All right, you ready for this one? Yeah, okay. Give it to me. <laughs> hit me with it. Hey, I'll hit you with the Melon Heads right now. Okay. Something terrifying with a taste for human flesh what? lurks in the backwater areas across Connecticut. Something uh. small. The Melon Heads. These, uh. these small humanoids with huge heads, bulging eyes, and wiry limbs lurk in the woods and prey upon wiry. every passerby. Wiry. Wiry. They have melon I'm heads. Wiry. Melon heads, dude. Come Claimed on. to be everything from incestuous Blackwoods rednecks to descendants of colonial witches, oh. the melon heads live in their forests and bite people who dare to tread on what their territory. The what? Why so, hasn't there been a movie of this? Uh, there might be. Who knows? Melon heads. The mel so like they're little, like almost like, seem like months like midget monsters. Is that what they said they were small? Yeah, some small. Oh, small humanoids with huge heads and bulging eyes. I keep thinking of lemon heads, the candies. I know. I wouldn't. That's like <laughs> I imagine like the melon heads be. They're rivals. They have watermelon heads, like is kind of a thing that's not lemon heads. They have like different flavor. Oh, that I would go with watermelon heads. I love watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Of course. Anyway, back to monsters. Of you do. <laughs> uh, in Fairfield County, the melon heads are supposedly inbred cannibal offspring from around 20 insane asylum patients that escaped when a fire destroyed the asylum and killed the administration, the staff, and most of the patients, according to the story in the, the Torrington, heads. Connecticut Register Citizenship. So. The melon heads, do they have hair? They don't say whether they have hair or not. They might need. Slap them. <laughs> although more than a, um, although more of an urban legend than actual monsters, the melon heads cause travelers on the lonely tree-covered country roads in rural Connecticut to drive just a little bit faster. So they, this is more of an urban legend than actual people seeing the melon heads, but it's a pretty good one. That's pretty creepy. I mean, I could, I just when they come and, midgets, bite and bite your ass. Cannibalistic midgets that escape Ow. from a safe yeah, asylum. Like, uh, that's a, not a, really a monster. It's like a yeah, just deformed little melon, big-headed, <laughs> big-headed kids big or whatever, like mutants. Yeah, mutants. And they're yeah, inbred, that's... inbred mutants that have Cut. melon heads. Yeah, uh, yeah, like uh, I guess kind of like it, it reminds me of the hills have eyes, kind of. Yeah, kind of. Okay, so we don't do sea monsters, so we're skipping the sea monster. During, oh, so this one's called the Glastonbury Glawawakis. So fucking weird thing to say. Glawawak. I think that's this monster. That, that's the monster. Oh, right that's the, the, the Glastonbury Glaw. Okay, yeah. Glawakis. It looks like a half tiger, half cat, half lion. Lion, lion. Weird with like. Hooves for feet? It's got the Lion King beard. Doesn't have like. Oh yeah, it looks like a dog. Is that dog, a dog? Man, man beard. Dog. Thing? Dog feet. No, like a wolf feet. Like. Oh hooves, yeah. Hooves. Oh okay. Hooves. Oh, like a deer. During the unusually cold winter month of January 1939, the residents of Glastonbury had something to worry about besides the snow. The Glastonbury Galawakis. This howling beast terrorized the nights that winter. A fury monster. The size of a large black dog with the face of a cat slaughtered small dogs, goats, and sheep, according to the story in the Hartford Courant. Hunters combed the forest and hills with dogs. The dogs occasionally chased something unseen through the brush, but the Bogalawakis remained elusive. Some claimed it was a mountain lion escaped from a zoo or Canadian lynx in the area, but William F. Bonvoyer, 
a hunter from Hartford, encountered the beast. He saw a beautiful black creature, about three feet long with a tail two feet long, leap out of the scrub wood. Tis the black dog, brother. Tis the black dog, which is probably they're seeing the same shit. They're seeing the same they're thing, saying... they're just describing it better or different, whatever. He shot at the beast twice with a 12 gauge shotgun and missed both times. Of course As... he missed. <laughs> yeah, too fast for it. Or he just don't <laughs> fast know. Fast for them bullets. Line. I think I see it's so rare. Or, uh, oh, shoot. Just shooting fucking. Or nothing. it has really it's tough It's like the predator scene. Really tough skin. Just shooting guns into the fucking. Yeah. In the wilderness. The Who comes up with those names? I don't know. These fucking people are weird. As evidence of a monster near Glastonbury dwindled by that next July, hunters killed a big brown wild dog and claimed the end of the Galawakis. Galawakis. Although many residents of Glastonbury still have their doubts. The Melonheads, uh, dogs. Melonheads, yeah, that's a protective dog. So the yeah. Melonheads and the Glastonbury and the Black Dog, they're all... Part of the, mel the Melonhead family. Uh, is that it? That's yeah, all the monsters for Connecticut? Connecticut it's kind of whack, dude. The Melonheads I feel tight. like we can fight all those monsters. The Melonheads would be scary. But would yeah, be like the there's the creepiest ones. Yeah. Like, it's kind of like Oompa Loompas, but they're like yeah. animals. And they bite you? They yeah, hell no. Inbred. I mean, imagine how many of those fools come at you. I'd run. I don't think I'd fight. No. I'd run. They're hiding in the woods. You get up yeah. and strap the path. Melonheads like, look at my melonhead. Now I'm going to eat your ass. Yeah, dude. Cannibals are not. No joke. All right, Connecticut, you suck. This one's next going to Delaware. Delaware. Where's that at? It's close to Connecticut. It's like Is the same really? coast. Yeah, they're all like they're all up Rhode there. Islandish area. In those made-up areas. Yeah, the places that will never. By New York. Yeah. Maine. Uh, Rhode Island. I haven't looked at a map since I was in school, dude. It's all like there's a whole cluster of states like New York. Yeah, I know Maine, that one's up in that's up in Maryland, the right right hand corner. Delaware, Virginia, all those all those states up there. Yeah, make up Rhode Island. Right. Okay. What what is in the Delaware? Uh, known as the first state because it was the first state to ratify the United States Constitution, Delaware sits on the Delamarva Peninsula and is bordered by New Jersey, Maryland, and Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. The state gets its name from Virginia's first colonial governor, Thomas West. Okay. Third Baron de la Wall. Famous people from Delaware include actress Valerie Bertinelli, surgeon Henry Heimlich, inventor of the Heimlich Maneuver, and two what? singer signers of the Declaration of Independence, George Raid and Caesar Rodney. The second smallest state in the Union, Delaware is one of the least populous, but it does have a few hairy, scary creatures. Oh, shit. Some hairy moles. Ooh, Whoa, look at this what fucking the guy. hell is that? The Selbyville Swamp Monster. Oh, there we go. It's like a big old troll guy. Yeah, big giant-ass troll. Kind of like the troll from Arizona. In oh, yeah, yeah. Episodes. This is actually... This, is, this one yeah, looks, looks crazy. Like, it looks like twigs and shit. It's, it's like in. holding a big-ass tree with yeah, like big-ass hands. <laughs> it's almost kind of like Sasquatch-looking creature. But Okay, so two raccoon hunters trudging through the Great Cypress Swamp of Selbyville one night in the 1920s found something unexpected. The hunters were in what locals call Burnt Swamp because of the devastating fire of the 1930s. They knew something was wrong when their dogs froze and tucked tail, but they didn't expect what they saw next. They heard something screaming, and this horrible noise started coming toward them, author Randy Nunez told the newspaper. Rather than fire on whatever it was, they backed away as something large and heavy continued to follow them, snapping through the branches as it came. Big so just, old fucking god monster. It's just coming right after you. It's going after you. Imagine if he, he can grab your body and just 
chuck you or s squeeze you. Rip you in half like and you're drink a fucking your blood. Uh, ketchup packet. The hunters had encountered the Selbyville Swamp Monster, a large, hairy, hulking beast. Ralph Grapperhaus, an editor of the Del Marvera News, claimed he created the Selbyville Monster as a hoax in the 1960s. Uh, uh, so they're admitting that it's a hoax? Uh, he had dressed his friend Fred uh, Stevens in a hairy costume Stevens used to terrify Morris and Rufus uh, before. And Grapperhaus printed stories of the Swamp Monster hunts in the Del Marva News. Stevens revealed his part in the hoax in 1987. He stopped dressing as the monster after a few months. What the fuck? As hunts for the creature became common, and he feared for his life. Because <laughs> he got shot. However, Stevens' claims don't account for the encounters that happened in the early part of the 1900s. So there's still a bit of a mystery. Oh, so they, they got based so they, off something okay, they is, saw. So they heard about the monster. The, so they started dressing like it. And it created a buzz, and the guy got uh, scared because people went out trying to hunt it, and then uh, he's like, I don't want to get fucking shot so yeah. he stopped dressing as the monster I don't want to get captured and raped by these humans they would do some shit like that yeah they would rape that monster wouldn't they yeah. okay this is the called the Muhe this, this giant stalks of the ice this giant stalks the icy fields of what? winter in search of prey akin to the better known Wendigo the Muhe mm. is a large hairy beast that feasts on human flesh what According to a Delaware Indian legend, the Muhe are human beings who have become cannibals and turned into monsters. One legend oh, has it, a tribe taking on a, a Muhe, feeding it vegetables, fruits, and cooked animal meat until the monster transformed back into a man. What the hell? Uh, that's a story according to the cool. Native American website, nativelanguages.org. So this guy is just basically... Uh, he bites you and you turn into a, one of him. A monster? A monster. You become the monster, and the only way to bring you back from being the monster is you have to start acting more like less of a monster. What the f... How, but do you, that's... Okay, that's... Like, what is it? Hulk, I guess? <laughs> it's like the Hulk. The yeah. Hulk. You gotta not be so pissed off. Yes. Yeah, uh, Chill the fuck out. Sun's getting real low. Sun's getting down. Coming, Getting it's down, big guy. Yeah. I'm, and you also gotta have a really good-looking girl to calm you down. Yeah. Black Widows. Black Widows. All right, the Zwandriel Merman. Whoa, I like this. You want to talk the Merman? Merman. Merman. Lying in a glass case in the Zwando Museum in Luz is a merman. The foot-long mummified creature arrived in Luz in 1800s, a present to the Luz family from a sea captain. The, mermaid's, <laughs> the merman has a fish's tail, human-like arms, and a screaming humanoid head topped with white hair. What? A thing of local legend, the Zoando Merman is likely a hoax. Another hoax. Delaware got nothing. Fuck. They don't even have room. They have to make up their own fucking monsters because they don't got good monsters. It not be a hoax, lad. Uh, I captured the Merman myself. I sailed the seas. <laughs> I fought the booty. I got the money. That sucks. The vision of historical and cultural affairs in Delaware has said the museum was created in mid nineteenth century China using a shrunken monkey head, fish hair, ivory, uh. glass, oak stain. Varnish and die. Is it a hoax? No, says I. I Arr. seen it with me own eyes. A sea captain wouldn't lie, would he? <laughs> That's the uh, right, next one is the Delaware Bo Bigfoot. That's Delaware Bigfoot. Is that the last one? That's the last monster. So every state has a Bigfoot. Every state has a Bigfoot. What? Get the fuck. Do we want to read this one? Where are we at? We had 19 minutes. We can You can read it off. For a long time, Delaware and Hawaii were the only two states in the Union without reported Bigfoot sightings. Delaware can't say that anymore. Three encounters, all in Sussex County, in the southeastern part of the state, 
have been reporting to the Bigfoot Field Research Organization in recent years of Bigfoot sighting. That sounds like a little bullshit. Sounds like Delaware yeah. are all lying sons You're of bitches. They're all dr- <laughs> well, we don't have a Bigfoot. Oh, let's all get, I'll dress up like it and get out there and start stomping around, just like the other swamp monsters. Yeah, these fucking clowns don't have. They get jealous because other states have monsters and they don't have a monster. Delaware's so boring, dude. Delaware's I didn't even know it was a state until just now. Yeah. A college student at Delaware Technical Community College in Georgetown was driving home on a back road from a late night class in January 2004 when he saw something he didn't believe existed. As he pulled up to the stop sign, the student noticed a figure standing next to a utility pole, staring out into a patch of forest. Thinking it was a man, he turned off his high beams and kept driving. As he approached the figure, he noticed its immense size, about 8 feet tall, and the thing was covered in thick black hair. When the figure turned its crested head to look at the car, it casually turned back towards the road. Ah! Jesus, scared me. That's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> fucking got you. <laughs> Uh, as if the car didn't matter. Terrify the driver sped away as quickly as possible. Uh, so that's one sighting. A woman returning from vacation with her family in August 2010 saw the head and shoulders of a Bigfoot standing over the corn in a field. No one else saw the creature, so she could be making that shit up too. A couple that had just returned home from the grocery store in November 2012 heard a tremendous scream followed by a series of knocks of wood on the wood form patch of trees behind their house. The sun had set about an hour before. The couple saw nothing, but it was convinced it was a Bigfoot near their house. Is Bigfoot in Delaware? Could be. Fucking Delawareans. Fuck you, Delaware. Making shit up. Making they think they have a Bigfoot. They don't have shit over this there. Is Delaware. The worst. This is Delaware. Delaware is the worst state <laughs> of all the monster states. We've yeah. done some cool monsters. like we did. This is probably the worst one. The land whale. They that, Yeah, I got, I got uh, people told me, I was like, dude. Is that Roach's thing for real? Is that land oil? That shit's scary. I was yeah. like, I know, right? I know, right, Mom? That's what I said. <laughs> yeah, <man. laughs> so, Delaware and Connecticut, uh, you guys are fucking... Get out of here. here. Get yeah. the hell out of here. It's, it's done anyway. 21. What are the next ones? Okay, next one is Florida. Oh, that's good. That should be good. should be good. And Georgia. Georgia. Georgia-cation. That's what's up. <laughs> Florida-cation. Goodbye, everyone. I love you. <laughs>